everyone. Welcome back to Southern Ghost Stories, where we talk about some of the most haunted places in the South. I'm your host, Chelsea, along with Alan. Hey there. We hope you enjoyed our last podcast on Colonial Park Cemetery. If you're interested in finding out more information about the cemetery or other haunted locations around Savannah, check out our Savannah Ghost Map app, which allows you to customize your own ghost tour along with our book, Southern Ghost Stories, Historical Hauntings, and Ghosts of Gallatin. Today, we're going to talk about the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. During the Civil War, Nashville was occupied by the Federal Army, and the railroad industry had come to a halt. The only way to get supplies in and out of Middle Tennessee was through the Cumberland River. It was during this time that B.S. Ray and Son, a local grain wholesaler, was one of the only companies allowed to use the river to bring corn, flour, and other commodities to the area. One of their contractors was a young man named Thomas Ryman. Ryman had inherited two fishing boats that were eventually destroyed by the Union Army. After this setback, he went to New Orleans and bought a steamboat. Ryman brought the steamboat to Nashville and started delivering goods up and down the Cumberland River. With his new state-of-the-art steam-powered ship, Ryman took business away from the competing companies that relied on flatboats which couldn't deliver shipments as quickly. Ryman quickly developed a reputation as a reliable riverboat captain. After the Civil War, Ryman purchased over 30 boats and started a company that would branch out and deliver tobacco, corn, wheat, and other goods to Nashville, Memphis, Louisville, Cincinnati, St. Louis, and other locations in the South and Midwest. Although reliable, Ryman also earned the reputation as a ruthless businessman with an explosive temper as his empire grew. He was also a bit of a scoundrel. Ryman loved to drink and gamble. He even owned a saloon in Nashville. Ryman leased out rooms on his ships to other saloon owners in town who set up makeshift saloons inside the vessels to get in on the profits. However, that all changed in 1885 when Ryman attended a revival in Nashville, where he heard a preacher named Sam Jones. Over the next few weeks, Jones and Ryman began to collaborate on how they could better serve the community and do the Lord's work. One of their largest collaboration was a building called the Union Gospel Tabernacle on Fifth Avenue in Nashville. The venue became a place of worship until Ryman's death in 1904 when other acts and speakers were brought in to raise funds to keep the venue afloat. In 1943, the Grand Ole Opry began broadcasting over the radio from the Ryman after having problems with its previous home. The Ryman became the official home to the Opry with stars like Minnie Pearl and Rory Acuff. It was during this time that the Ryman became known as the Mother Church of Country Music. Country music thrived at the Ryman, and the audience wasn't really ready for something different just yet. In 1954, a teenager from Memphis named Elvis Presley played Blue Moon of Kentucky at the Ryman. However, instead of playing the bluegrass standard as it was typically performed, the future king of rock and roll put his own rockabilly spin on the song, infuriating the Opry's management. Jim Denny, the man in charge of booking talent for the Opry, told Elvis to go back to Memphis and become a truck driver. The Opry broadcast from the Ryman until 1974, when the show was moved to a new location in Nashville. 
The Ryman sat dormant for years and barely escaped demolition in the 1970s. Eventually, the building was renovated in the 1990s and country artists such as Emmy Lou Harris began performing there once again. Since 1998, the venue has been used sporadically to host events by the Grand Ole Opry, including weekly performances to showcase different country artists year-round. Country artists talk about the curse of the Opry. This is because several members of the Opry have passed away prematurely after induction. Notable artists such as Patsy Cline, Jim Reeves, Marty Robbins, Tammy Wynette, and several others died fairly young. On November 10, 1973, David Stringbing Aitman, a member of the Opry as well as a cast member of Hee Haw, was brutally murdered in his home with his wife just a few hours after playing at the Ryman. His body was discovered by Grandpa Jones, who, like Aikman, performed on the Opry. The Opry curse doesn't just affect members, though. On August 31, 1991, country star Dottie West was scheduled to perform on the Opry. However, her car broke down several miles away. As she popped the hood, her 81-year-old neighbor just happened to drive by and see her. Dottie informed him that she was running late and needed a ride to the Ryman. Being already late, she urged her neighbor to hurry and he put his foot on the gas. Unfortunately, as he got off the exit on Brawley Parkway, he was going 55 in a 25 mile an hour zone. Her neighbor lost control of the car and hit the median which caused the car to go airborne. Dottie didn't make it to the Opry that night. Her neighbor suffered injuries to his arm and back. Dottie suffered a ruptured spleen and a lacerated liver. She did not go to the hospital since she didn't have any visible injuries, and unfortunately died several days later from internal bleeding. With such a rich history, it's no surprise that locals claim the Ryman is haunted. Elvis Presley wasn't the only iconic artist to irritate Opry talent manager Jim Denny. After a bender in 1951, Hank Williams Sr. missed several shows. Denny fired Hank, giving him the dishonor of being the first person ever to be kicked out of the Opry and have his membership revoked. Today, many believe that the ghost of Hank Williams Sr. roams the building. Both fans and artists have claimed to see Hank in the Ryman. Whispering Bill Anderson experienced the ghost of Hank one night at the Opry, during a sound check when he started playing an old Hank Sr. song. All the lights in the building went out, and Bill said he felt the presence of Hank with him on stage. Hank Williams isn't the only musical spirit that is thought to be hanging around the Ryman, though. After a performance at the Ryman in 2003, Lisa Marie Presley returned to her dressing room only to find the door was stuck. After several attempts to open it, the door opened on its own. As Lisa Marie walked through, she heard her father laugh. Her dad, Elvis Presley, was playing a prank on her backstage. Another spirit said to haunt the Ryman is Thomas Ryman himself. Ryman built the auditorium for spiritual purposes. Therefore, if he deems an act on stage to be lewd or inappropriate, he makes his presence known. Lastly, one more ghost worth mentioning is that of a Confederate soldier. An apparition wearing a gray uniform has been spotted in the balcony, which was built by United Confederate veterans in the late 19th century. Some think the spirit joined his friends for the reunion 
and decided to stick around for a while. The ghost has been spotted sitting in a balcony seat late at night all by himself. Whenever he is approached by Ryman staff, he slowly disappears in front of their eyes. We hope you enjoyed hearing all about the Ryman Auditorium. If you would like to learn more about the venue or other haunted locations around Nashville, download the Nashville Ghost Map app in iTunes and Google Play. Also, be sure to check out our website, southernghoststories.com, along with our book, Southern Ghost Stories, Historical Hauntings, and Southern Ghost Stories, Ghost of Gallatin. Feel free to leave a comment or send us a message on our Facebook or Instagram accounts. Let us know about any creepy experiences you may have had. Also, give us some ideas on what locations you would like to hear us talk about on future shows. Be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Those reviews are pretty helpful, and we appreciate everybody who's already done it. Please check back with us next time as we discuss the Culberson Mansion. Ryman brought the steamboat to Nashville and started to... I talk way too fast on these things. The venue became a place of worship until... The venue became a... (laughs) It's a mouthful. The Ryman became the official home to the Opry for stars... Do you want me to do it? No. Her neighbor suffers... Her neighbor... Will you stop laughing? (laughs) It was a sound effect. (laughs) Hank Williams missed... Isn't it senior? Should I say senior? If you want to. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed hearing all about the Ryman Auditorium. If you would like to learn more about the house, the house, please check back with us next time as we attempt to not screw up on the podcast. (laughs)